Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. SIMULTV.com. Right. SIMULTV.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a SIMULTV.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about SIMULTV.com. She even spelled it out for me. SIMULTV.com, Sonny Boy. SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Hello and welcome back to Paranormal Stakeout. I'm your host, Larry Lawson asking you to join me on our continuing journey to find out what really exists on the other side. And as always, I'm coming to you from the Southern Command Post of the X-Zone Broadcast Network in beautiful Vero Beach and Fellsmere, Florida. And uh, this show, I'm very, very excited and uh, happy to have Mr. Robin Foy, one of the founders of the famous Skull Experiment, with us. Robin and his wife, Sandra, have almost 45 years intensive experience of personally developing, witnessing, and or being intimately associated with physical mediumship and physical phenomenon. Through their long involvement, they have gained extensive knowledge and experience of the different ways in which physical phenomenon 
can be produced by spirit teams attached to circles, mediums, or groups. They'd like to now share this unique knowledge and expertise with other dedicated groups and researchers. Their most important experience to date is their constant involvement in the now famous Skoll experiment, which took place at their farmhouse home in the village of Skoll in England over a five-year period from 1993 to 1998. During this period, Robin and Sander were the only people in the world who were able to personally witness all 1,000 hours plus of physical phenomenon in their school experimental group. This is a special experimental group at school that has become very famous in the last 20 years, and there's currently a planned movie about the experiment in production. Robin is the co-founder of the Institute of Spiritualist Mediums, Home Circle Link, in, founded in the 1980s, and the personal founder of the Noah, Noah's Ark Society in 1990. Robin has given numerous radio intelligent interviews regarding the school group and its experiences over the years, as well as talks and lectures on the subject of school and physical mediumship in its different forms. His first book, in Pursuit of Physical Mediumship was produced in 1996, and his latest book, Witnessing the Impossible, was published just a few years ago and is the only complete record of the sitting of this school experimental group. Robin, welcome to Paranormal Stakeout, sir. Thank you very much. This, this experiment really turned, uh, in a lot of people's opinion, turned the world of paranormal research on its, on its head with some of the things that you folks experienced. Um, I'd like to hear a lot, a lot more about that, but tell me, how did you get into this field? What brought you into the world of the, the paranormal, if you will? Well, that was an awful long time ago. We're talking over 45 years ago now. Uh, and uh, I'd always been interested as a child in ghosts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, my parents sort of bought me ghost books for Christmas and birthdays. Uh, and uh, we always used to have sort of um, uh, jokes in the family about various houses being possibly haunted. But I never really sort of got into it until um, I was sort of into my early 30s. Uh, and uh, at that stage, um, I was looking, you know, to sort of get more um, involvement in the, in the subject generally. And I happened to spot um, a private advert in a local paper in Leicestershire in the UK. Uh, uh, calling for people who were interested uh, in uh, physical phenomena and psychic research um, to reply to a box number. It turned out that when I did, it was a chap who had been running a physical circle for many years. Uh, his name was Elmer Brown. I think he was originally American um, by birth. Uh, and uh, he had started to get some good phenomena in his circle, but he was doing it in a slightly different way because he didn't use a cabinet and he didn't, didn't want anybody to go into trance. He was looking for an independent voice uh, and his group was sitting for that and had done for many years. Uh, and I was asked to go along for an interview. Uh, there were about half a dozen other chaps there at the same time that I was there. Uh, and uh, he explained what physical phenomena was uh, and how everybody in the room who happened to be there could see it, could hear it and could feel it. Uh, and uh, then he asked us if we would like to um, go and look at the circle room that they had, which was uh, on, in an extension over his garage. So the six of us that were sort of left there uh, decided that we would, going up the stairs in a crocodile, uh, and uh, in midair, 
I heard uh, a baby crying, and so did everybody else that happened to be on the stairway. This house that he had was a detached house. It was a long way from the road, a long, and had a field behind. There was a house on either side, but that was a good hundred yards away in both cases. Uh, and of course, I just assumed that there was a baby in the house. So I just sort of said, well, you know, where's the baby? Uh, and uh, the guy from the circle said, well, you know, we don't have a baby here. Uh, and so I just sort of explained that the six of us that were going to look at this circle room had just heard a baby. Uh, and uh, this, uh, you know, this, this, this was to us 100% real. Uh, and his, his explanation was that, well, maybe the, the spirit world is trying to give you a message. Um, well, less than um, a week later, uh, my, first work, my first wife and I had actually applied to adopt a child. Uh, and uh, less than a week later, we got a phone call to say, um, there's a baby for you. So oh. that was actually quite evidential. And uh, I stayed with that circle for about um, 18 months. Uh, sitting there, we actually got some some reasonable phenomena, and uh, the room was very bare, apart from an old-fashioned gramophone on there on which this guy played the music during the sitting. Uh, and we all sat because it was such a small room. We all sat with our backs to the wall. Uh, and the very first time that I sat there, um, I was poked in the back by a materialised finger. So uh, <laughs> things were beginning to happen at that stage. And as I say, that was about 45 years ago, and. Uh, Ever since then, I've been involved in it one way or another. But this chap, mm -hmm. Elmer Brown, actually uh, was a very good friend of Leslie Flint, uh, who was a very, very famous uh, independent voice medium in the UK. Uh, mm -hmm. And he took his circle to go and visit Leslie about every three months. Uh, whilst I was there, you know, about, I'd only been there six weeks or so. Uh, and uh, I went down with his group to um, um, experience Leslie Flint sitting now, Leslie sat in the dark, um, but his independent voices swept all around the room, and uh, it was quite something. I mean, sometimes you could get anything up to two or three voices speaking at the same time. But they were all very evidential, because the voice in, in which the communicator was speaking was exactly the voice they had when they were on Earth. Uh, so in many cases, if, for instance, I had my mother and father there, as I once did, I was able to say, yeah, that was definitely their voice. Uh, and uh, the, the spirit voices would speak for anything up to sort of 15 minutes uh, at a time. And quite, quite good evidence would come, things that nobody knew about, but having checked afterwards, discovered to be correct. Interesting. Now, up to this point, had you had any type of um, belief or thought that you might have psychic ability? Not at all, no. Do you consider uh, that you have that in, now? In fact, it was many years before I really developed anything psychic myself. Okay. Um, and, and this 45 years ago, that was quite a, quite a while. And that sent you uh, obviously on this, this trek. When you talk about a circle, can you kind of explain to me what that is? I've heard different terminologies, but when I think of circle, I think of maybe something Wiccan. Is it, was it along those lines? Yeah. No, I, actually, a circle is just a group of people who okay. sit in a room. Uh, generally sitting in a circle, um, but uh, who sit for the purpose of developing psychic gifts. Um, this is the, the way that it's done um, with mental mediumship, which is where a medium actually can see, can hear, um, or um, can um, um, feel um, or, or sense a spirit personality, but everybody else in the room can't. And then the medium will pass on a message that they're hearing or seeing or feeling. 
uh, and that's mental mediumship where it comes through the mind of the medium. And of course, okay. physical mediumship is this one where everybody's able to witness anything that happens. So that's more of a realistic thing. But they all start with the group that develops um, the type of phenomena that they want by sitting in a group um, and usually in a circle. And and you consider yourself a physical medium? Would that be correct? Um, no, I'm not. No, I mean, I, I have occasionally spoken in trance, um, but I don't think of myself as a physical medium. Okay. Uh, any Anything in your background, your education, that helped lead you down this path or maybe opened you up a little bit? Um, not not really. I, I, my, mother, my mother was actually naturally psychic, but she didn't develop it. Uh, and she could have done if she'd, if she'd sort of actually put her mind to it. Um, so, you know, we used to call it my mother's intuition. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was really all the... Um, uh, all, all the, the information I'd ever heard about uh, psychic matters. Um, we used to joke sometimes because in, in Grimsby, the town where I grew up in the UK, um, there was a spiritualist church. And every time I sort of went past this place on the bus, um, I always imagined everything in that church from hymn books to everything else flying around. Um, the, the, uh, the, the reality of it, of course, is, is totally different once you get involved in it. Absolutely. And so just to reiterate, you had no experience or no phenomenon that occurred that you're aware of as a child. Everything began in your 30s. Indeed, it did. Yes. Interesting, because you, you talk to a lot of folks and they'll go back uh, that, that, that have this gift or have had experiences. and They'll talk about things that occurred when they were when they were younger. So that, that I find that interesting. So yeah. um, we're about ready to come up on our break here in just about a minute. But. The school experiment, where, where did that take place? And uh, when we come back after break, I'll get you to tell me how you developed it. But where, where did it take place? Okay. It, well, it actually took place mainly in a, a, a large farmhouse in the small village of Skoll, which is uh, between Norfolk and Suffolk um, in the UK. Uh, and uh, that house was actually found for us by spirit. Uh, it's quite a long story, but um, basically we ended up in this house. Were you living there? We were. We lived there for 15 years. Interesting. Okay. Well, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about how this whole thing developed and who was there and what you found out. So, folks, stay with us. More to come. Uh, We'll be back to you in just a few minutes. Paranormal Stop. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. 
All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. back on Paranormal Stakeout with my guest today, Mr. Robin Foy, famous, famously known from the school experiment in England in the 1990s. Um, so, Robin, getting back to uh, where we were before the break, yep. this farmhouse that uh, was sent, you were sent to by Spirit uh, in school, yep. England, uh, explain how that occurred. Well, <clears throat> my wife and I had, uh, had been um, running our own home circles for many years. I mean, uh, we were married nearly 40 years ago, and ever since we got married, we were running our own home circles. In fact, we met in a home circle where there was a very, very good deep trance medium, one of the best deep trance mediums I'd ever come across. Uh, And I'd actually started a circle with this guy a couple of years um, before I met Sandra. Uh, And uh, I'd left the circle subsequently, but she went into that circle. Uh, And uh, through that circle, we'd sort of developed eventually independent voice with this medium, as well as various other different types of phenomena. Uh, And uh, we'd gone from there um, to run our own home circles with lots of different sitters, Uh, not always good ones. And of course, it's very important when you're developing this type of phenomena to have absolute harmony in your sitters. Um, Your sitters have to be totally dedicated. They have to be totally committed. And they have to be totally passionate about the work that they're doing and the development that they're looking for to get good results. Uh, And over the years, we had had various things happen. 
Uh, with certain sitters, we'd had some good stuff. With others, nothing or very, very little. Uh, but when we actually decided, we had a couple of shops in the UK, um, a fish and chip shop and uh, actually a delicatessen. And uh, whilst we had those, we suddenly, Sandra, who is the one that is more psychic than I am, um, suddenly had a feeling that we had to move to Norfolk. Um, there was a lorry passed by the shop in which she was, she was working uh, and uh, it said the Norfolk line on it. And immediately she got um, a, a little message of her own mental mediumship, um, which said, you've got to move to Norfolk. Uh, and so we decided that um, we'd try and have a, a look and see if we could find a place in Norfolk. I spent an awful long time uh, trying. We kept the house that we'd got for a while uh, and, and looked uh, all over the place for a house in Norfolk, eventually deciding that maybe it would be a good idea to rent a, an old vicarage. Um, where spiritual things had happened in the past. Um, and of course, with the Church of England, uh, an awful lot of the vicarages became vacant um, because, uh, you know, you would end up with uh, five um, village churches and one vicar who did all the services in them. Uh, huh. And uh, eventually we found, uh, in, in, in uh, Norwich itself, um, we found a, a, a sort of possible rental which was just out in the village, village of Posick, uh, to the um, to the uh, east of Norwich, uh, and we lived there for for two years. Um, but in all that time, we were being told that they were preparing a very special house for us, uh, and eventually, um, the church came on to us and said, "Look, you know, you can't rent this vicarage anymore. We need it for for a new vicar." Uh, and so we started to look around. Sandra picked up a, a local paper very shortly afterwards and there was an advert in there which stood out to her and seemed to stand out in bold type uh, that said um, farmhouse to let uh, and uh, this turned out to be a, uh, a farmhouse uh, that we'd actually know, well we, we, we knew the, the house itself, not, never been into it, um, but uh, there was an estate owned by a lord um, who had about 95, 100 houses. And this place was very run down. Uh, and uh, I think there'd been a, uh, a tenant farmer had lived in it um, mm -hmm. for most of his life. Uh, and there was an awful lot of work needed doing on it. So it was actually within our price range. Uh, and we decided that we would rent it. And this turned out, out to be um, uh, Skoll, um, street farmhouse in Skoll. Okay. Uh, and it, it was perfect for um, um, for sittings because there were there were two cellars um, which at one time had actually been used as a working farmhouse and milk had been stored down there. Uh, and we uh, we started a development circle at that time for physical. Uh, and this this is where um, it all started to happen. Um, okay. Within about um, six months of starting that circle, um, I think we had seven sitters to start with. Uh, and that eventually, um, uh, through people leaving naturally and everything, that went down to four in the end. But when we started with seven, within six months, we started to get some very good spirit lights. Um, both of our, our two mediums, who hadn't um, had a lot of experience in trance, um, were in deep trance every single time we sat right through the whole sitting. Uh, and uh, it was through them that we were able to connect with the spirit team. Uh, and okay. the spirit team comprised. Um, well, let, 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 let me hold you up just there for a second because yeah. I want to want to 
go back a little bit. You, in your circles with, with, with your wife, you had been receiving messages that it was time to leave, and that's when you saw the vehicle that said Norfolk on it. Um, was this your spirit guide that was giving you this information? Was it just a... a was well, it no, specific? I, I, I think, I mean, Sandra is very psychic, and uh, she got a very, very strong message when she saw this uh-huh. particular lorry with, with the Norfolk line on it and mm-hmm. felt that we had to move to Norfolk. And that's when we started looking for a, for accommodation to rent in Norfolk. Uh, and, and she got directed, uh, basically directed to move, and that's when you saw the, the sign. Okay. Um, spirit lights. You mentioned that a few minutes ago. Yeah. What do you mean by spirit lights? Um, well, we did have all types of different spirit lights at school as they developed, but the, the very first ones that we started to get were, were tiny little lights. Um, probably the size of a, um, or a one cent coin, absolutely tiny. Um, but uh, they would jump around all over the room. Uh, and eventually um, they developed to the point that these spirit lights would actually move to us, would actually come and sit on our hands. Um, you know, if we put our hands underneath our faces, they would sort of light up our faces. But you could actually feel the weight of these spirit lights. They, uh, they had weight. Uh, and uh, they would also come and do aerobatic for us, which was very interesting, uh, moving around at a speed which, which couldn't be matched by any human force. Okay, so you've settled in. You realize that there's, a, there's for la- from the way I describe it, psychic energy in this house. You, your circle began to get information. How did that develop into the school experiment? What made you move forward to try and um, discover what was, what was truly on the other side? Well, in actual fact, we were really under the direction of the spirit team because we were talking to them on a very regular basis every time we sat through the two uh, deep, uh, deeply entranced mediums. Uh, and uh, we had various um, spirit people that were on the front line, if you like, that spoke to us on a regular basis. Uh, and we came, we came to know them as family very, very quickly because these people took an awful lot of time um, to sort of uh, give us examples um, of communication which proved to us to be very evidential because they would tell us things that nobody in that group knew um, but we could if we actually researched it we realized that what they were telling us was exactly right and also of course they put us in touch with various information about our families and uh, who had passed over um, giving examples of messages that our families had passed on um, which we didn't even know ourselves um, for instance, I had a cousin um, who I'd only known ever as Rita, uh, and I was told by um, one of the communicators um, that you've got your cousin here, uh, and it's Marguerite. Well, I never ever knew that her name, her proper name was Marguerite, and of course, when I asked everybody, it turned out to be quite true, that she was actually coming in a solid form into the room uh, and was stroking my arms and sort of pinching me and, you know, sort of, we, we actually... And you saw, you saw this? Feet. You actually saw this? Uh, no, this was in the dark and I felt it. As okay. the phenomena developed um, and the spirit lights developed, they developed into um, sheets of light, of spirit light, so that when we started to get teleported spirit people coming into the room... Um, and a, a, a sheet of spirit light was there, then we could actually see them. Okay. Uh, 
always do, you, you've mentioned a couple times now about being in the dark. Yeah. Is this the only way that this can occur? Uh, it, uh, no, it, 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 it is now. I mean, it's, it's 20 years since Skull finished. Uh, and the technology of the spirit world has moved on particularly far since then, since then as it has done in our own, uh, our own world around us. Uh, and uh, there, are, there are now different ways of doing things. Uh, and an awful lot of groups who have started to develop have done it in, in either full light or partial light. Uh, and okay. are getting some good phenomena under those um, conditions. Okay. We yeah, sat yeah. in the dark because our spirit team asked us to. Gotcha. Okay. You you keep mentioning or referring to the spirit team as people, uh, yeah. not spirits. Why is that? Well, because they spoke to us as though they, they were simply people in the room, the same as we were. So um, they the, were the level people of that conversation did... was just as you would have in a family. Okay, so these were people that had passed over from what we consider the living earth. They were indeed. Well, I've talked to many mediums over the years that have talked about spirits when they pass over. They go to different dimensions, different planes, uh, even reincarnate. Yeah. Does that contradict what you're describing to me here at all? Uh, no, not at all. Um, I mean, we've, we've come across very, very many examples of reincarnation. Uh, and as far as we understand, most people, not all, but most people do reincarnate um, throughout their development. Um, it was explained to us that the spirit world is our own natural home uh, and that we come from the spirit world into this world, which is for us an experiment. And we live our sort of um, three score years and ten uh, and then then actually go home to the spirit world. And that's exactly how they viewed it and how they explained it to us. So, Interesting. You know, and we would be in between lives, and then we could we, we could actually reincarnate. Well, right now, we're, uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about that, but we've got to take our next break. So, folks, fascinating conversation. Stay with us. More to talk about with Mr. Robin Foy and the Skull Experiment. See you in just a few minutes after the break. They're here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. 
And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Then.com. And welcome back to Paranormal Stakeout with my guest today, Mr. Robin Foy. Um, Robin, as we were talking about earlier, your connection with uh, the spirit team and 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 their how they've explained how this whole existence occurs, you said yeah. something that kind of caught my ear a minute ago, and you talked about technology on their end. Yes. Um, can I you, mean, can technology you... moves moves ahead in the spirit world just just as much as it does here. In fact, I think it probably moves ahead faster um, because a lot of our scientists and technicians that pass back into the spirit world work together uh, to try and form ways uh, of sort of bridging um, this thing between life and death. Very important to them, they're trying to prove to all of us um, that life is, is totally eternal. So so they, they want to communicate with us. How Absolutely. come it's been... That, that's been probably the biggest problem, Robin, with at least from my view and many that, uh, that I speak to, is that our ability to prove the other side exists. There are so many, uh, it's been so difficult to come up with controls and proof, things that the scientific community or even the general community can yes. identify as proof of life after death. If they've been so anxious and their technology, as you put it, is moving forward, What's been the holdup? Um, purely and simply, I, they, they explain to us that everything happens when the time is right. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're now telling us that the time is once again right. And it sounds like with your group that, that you began this experiment, it sounds like it was the right people, right place and right time. Is That was exactly so I guess... it. The harmony was great in the group um, between all the sitters and it worked extremely well. Okay. Well, now we're we're in your farmhouse in Skoll. You have the, the circle, as you put it, put together, uh, and you're beginning to communicate. The spirit team has indicated their desire to uh, open up this, this bridge for communication. Tell us what happened next. Um, well, we started to get um, phenomena, small phenomena. For instance, one of the very first things we got was an apport. Now, apports are objects that are not in the room when you start out, but they're brought... Um, sort of 
in, in a psychic manner into the room during the course of the sitting. Uh, and the very first apple that we received um, was a coin um, that's an English coin called a crown uh, with a picture of Winston Churchill on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, this, we were told that this was a sign of greater things to come. And after that, things started to develop very quickly. Um, for instance, um, they developed five different methods of communicating with us. Uh, first and foremost, there was the deep trance, and we were able to speak to our, our spirit helpers. And, uh, uh, and I mean, I, I looked upon them basically as partners. Our spirit team were our partners. Uh, and through the deep trance, we were able to carry on continuous uh, conversations with them. Uh, and they advised us in everything we did uh, to show us exactly which is the best way to get the results that they wanted. Uh, okay. Then we got um, a, a, another phenomena that was we called the extended voice. Um, so, for instance, these voices were actually coming out of the mouth uh, of the mediums, um, but they were being extended so that the voice appeared to come out of the walls or from some other place in the room. Uh, and then we actually got independent energy voices, which meant that the, the voices were actually coming from midair. Uh, and we had one particular communicator uh, who'd been an engineer in his lifetime who was very good at this, a chap called Reg Lawrence. Uh, and he would speak to people for quite some time uh, in a very, very loud voice, which was his own voice on Earth. Uh, and... Uh, you know, he, it was quite a fantastic way of, of, of speaking and communicating with them. Were uh, you, then, let, uh, let me ask you this real quick. Were you able, yeah. ever able to identify a Reg Lawrence actually existed? We, we were actually able, uh, we were actually able to, uh, to verify that, yes, certainly. Um, okay. you know, it, was, it was going back to, uh, to virtually the wartime period. Um, but... Uh, after that, we, we got uh, communication through a cassette tape recorder. They used the amplifier to speak to us. So we, we were speaking freely to them, but we were getting the voices of the spirit communicators coming through the amplifier of a cassette tape recorder, which had been used to play our music. Uh, and uh, uh, they told us that their entry point was actually the, um, uh, the um, chip. Uh, in in the uh, cassette recorder, uh, and finally we got the the um, uh, the best way of communicating really, uh, in that and it was designed by um, by Edison. Um, we called it uh, the TDC apparatus, transdimensional communication apparatus, um, which through which we were able to communicate uh, voice to voice with the spirit world, and. Not just with that, but also with ETs and other dimensions. Uh, and built into this system by the spirit team um, was a system they called the Idolis system, um, which was the independent, um, no, uh, in, in, sorry, interdimensional oral language interpretation system. So that, in fact, the ETs, if you like, were able to speak in, into this um, equipment um, and it came out as English, but a robotic voice. Okay. So uh, once again, I'm going to back up just a moment here. During these experiments, you, you're able to determine that not only can we talk with the spirit world, but we can also, through, through uh, dimensions, talk to 
individuals on different planets, and they used uh, an, a device so that they could communicate with us. I've got that yeah. correct? That's right, yeah. How did you know any of this was true? Uh, well, because it worked. Um, but okay. we were actually, we, we, we had a lot of photographic work, uh, and on, we, we used to have um, um, Polaroid 35mm films uh, that we would, we would stand on the table in their uh, original um, packing, uh, and when we developed them at the, at the end of the session, um, there'd be all sorts of messages al uh, along the, the whole of the um, up to three feet, four feet on, on the uh, film. Mm -hmm. uh, and on one of those, we got a blueprint for this device um, from Edison, uh, who signed his initials at the end of it uh, after he put the blueprint on there for us. Uh, and uh, we... Or at least at that time, when all this was happening, we had scientists from the SPR, which is the Society for Psychical Research, mm -hmm. sitting with us. Uh, mm -hmm. And they were doing an awful lot of research themselves. Uh, and they, they actually got in touch with the Edison Institute in America uh, and asked for a, uh, a photocopy of his initial signature, mm -hmm. uh, which was sent back to them, a signature from 1926 on, on a memo that he'd had there. And when that was compared um, to the the, um, it, the initial signature that was on the film, uh, it was virtually identical. Fascinating. So Thomas Edison was communicating with you and had not actually uh, evolved into another spirit, but was actually communicating with you as himself. That's, that's intriguing. Um, it was indeed. And when we actually, uh, the very first time that we got this uh, TDC machine working, um, Edison was the very first to communicate with us, uh, and he spoke to us through this TDC machine for 15 minutes. And where's this machine at now? Um, well, we have it here in Spain. It's 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 with you in Spain. It's, Thank it's you very much. It's tiny. It's quite minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. About the size uh, of a matchbox. Okay, uh, and and he's the one that gave you the blueprint for it. What? So you've had a lot happen in this ex in, during this experiment. You've had yes. scientists in there. You've had scientists from uh, the institute there. Any independent scientists? Um, only the ones that they brought in specially. And uh, they would actually, the, the scientists that came to, to visit us, there were three of them on a regular basis. Um, mm -hmm. But they would ask the spirit team uh, if a certain uh, individual scientist could, could come with them on, on a visit. Um, Mostly, they were given permission, but with one or two, they weren't. Did you find it um, interesting, intriguing, or even somewhat disturbing that that, that was the control? Uh, they were controlling who could who could come in. Did that worry you at, at all in, in, as a result, or I should say, no, did it worry it, it you was, that it hurt your credibility? It was, it was just natural. Um, as I say, these people had become like family to us. Uh, this, and uh, okay. it was actually, you know, we all we, we knew they proved to us so many times in the early days and um, that they were 100 percent genuine and they were 100 percent helping us. Uh, and so we just trusted them. Uh, okay. And every time we trusted them, it worked. There are many that believe in the in the paranormal research community that we don't always know who it is that is responding to us. We don't always know exactly. They say they could be one person, but they may not. How were you able to actually prove who it was you were talking to? 
Well, pure, purely and simply from um, clues that we were given all the way along. Um, and as I say, um, sort of facts that none of us knew and that turned out to be 100% correct upon research. Facts about themselves, facts that weren't always written down in the, uh, uh, in, in the books about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to this one individual, Reg Lawrence, for example, what yeah. sort of things did you do to verify that he existed during a certain time? What, what uh, well, mechanism both, did you use? Both the, uh, both the SPR people that, that um, were with us, uh, working mm-hmm. with us, and sort of, um, well, I suppose they were examining what was going on at Skoll. Um, mm-hmm. But through that, through their, their research and through our research on the Internet, etc., um, mm-hmm. we were able to discover um, exactly the background of this chat, exactly as it, as it had been told to us. How, how many folks were you able to actually identify? A handful? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say about a dozen, maybe. Okay. Well, we're coming, but we got to take our break now. Um, uh, Robin, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Got a lot more interesting uh, stuff to ask you. So, folks, stay with us for our last round of Paranormal Stakeout. We'll see you in just a couple minutes. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is TV. TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Path Home Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Path Home founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? 
The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. And we are back for our final segment of Paranormal Stakeout today. And uh, really, really pleased to have Mr. Robin Foy with us from the Skoll Experiment. Um, you can get a hold of him at his website at www.skoll, and that's spelled S-C-O-L-E, Skoll Experiment, one word, dot com. Uh, also want you to check out his books in pursuit of physical mediumship and also witnessing the impossible and uh, as i noted earlier there's a film coming out uh chronologizing the uh a school experiment soon rob robin do you have any idea when that's going to be out the film um it's it's sort of anybody's guess really but i know that the the final stages of the um, of the talking are still going ahead excellent excellent is there any other website or place that folks can get a hold of you if they need to uh, yes, uh, on, on my uh, email address, anybody can get hold of me there. It is the skull uh, experiment at yahoo.co.uk. Got it. I forgot the UK. Thank you very, very much. And you're speaking to us from Spain today. I appreciate it. I am indeed. Yes, uh, we've lived here 12 years. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I appreciate you working with us with the uh, time difference between Florida and Spain. I, I kind of want to start to begin to put this in perspective for folks. So uh, through your work with, with spiritual, with, with the spirit world, you've gotten this group together and their desire to communicate with us, our desire to communicate with them has opened a, a door, built a bridge, if you will, Yes. to, to put all of this together. Uh, this went on for what, five years? I'm sorry, five years? Uh, yeah, it? 1993 till 1998. 98, right. Exactly 20 years ago it finished. What was the most significant event? You witnessed, you witnessed all of it. You and your wife witnessed all of it. What yeah, was the most we did. We had all sorts of different phenomena. I mean, we had musical phenomena where, um, on, on occasions, a whole band uh, of musical instruments that weren't in the room were played. Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of photographic experiments, and in the end, we actually had, um, uh, a, 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 you know, sort of a, a um, live video camera that was being used in there. We had. Uh, angelic figures which materialized in the room, uh, angels basically, uh, mm -hmm. and they were self-illuminated and they moved around the room. Um, we had teleportation of solid spirit visitors and that was very, very interesting and evidential because we would have solid spirit people and were teleported into the room whilst mm -hmm. we were sitting. We didn't have a cabinet like many of the mediums that work with um, physical phenomena. Um, but these spirit people appeared there, and it was really exactly like Star Trek. If you remember in Star Trek yep. how Scotty was beaming up people and beaming them down, mm -hmm. and that's exactly how it occurred in uh, in Skull. Uh, well, and were, in, were you able to photograph any of this? I'm sorry, sorry. go ahead. Yeah, were, go you able, were you able to photograph any of this? Um, no, but things have actually occurred. Um, 
in, you know, sort of in, in our home in full light, um, where our live animals had been teleported out and teleported in. This has been going on for 40 years. It started with a live hamster. Uh, and now today, even, in, even today in Spain, we have another group, of course, we're developing phenomena again with a different group. Uh, and our live cats are frequently teleported out of the um, out of the apartment and in again. How much of this you you had mentioned you were able to you had video cameras in there. Uh, how much of this were you able to capture on film or even audio? Um, well, audio, of course, we um, every single sitting that we had was captured on audio, so that does exist somewhere, although it's never never been fully made public. We hope that at some point in the future, um, people who are, uh, are very much studying it. Um, we'll get the opportunity to to do that and to well, access. Where it. is it? Where's it? Where's it? Where's um, it at? Well, some of it is, is some of it is in is in Spain. Some of it uh, is actually in Switzerland, um, where they're actually turning some of the tapes into um, uh, in, into um, CDs, etc. I got you. Once again, this is the law enforcement police point of view, and it's called chain of custody. I yeah, mean, if we've got if we've got evidence. We need to make sure that it's safe. We need to make sure it's not tampered with, uh, or you know, and that nobody can mess with it or steal with it. Do you have that kind of uh, protocol in place for these very important? Uh, that that of protocol is certainly planned because we are at the moment funding for an international centre um, for physical mediumship, for the development of physical mediumship, for the um, you know for, for um, displays of physical mediumship. Uh, and also for public education about it. Um, we've been given the spirit team we have now, because, of course, the group we have now is a different team, uh, and we are now um, the Torcal experimental group. Um, but we have started to get some good phenomena again ever since Skull. Uh, for the last year, we're getting extremely good spirit lights and various other things happening, the start of teleportation again. Mm-hmm. Um, but are, how are you documenting this, if I may ask? Um, you... Well, I mean, every sitting is, is actually recorded, again, as we recorded each and every one of the uh, skull sittings. Um, but it's intended that we will purchase this centre, which is in Antiquera, in Andalusia, in Spain, and it'll be an international hub for physical mediumship, uh, where we will be um, studying, scientifically studying physical mediumship. In mm -hmm. partial light, in light, and in uh, in darkness. Now, is this going to include not just audio but also video? It certainly will do. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, one of the things, as I've read through the the documents involving the school experiment, th there are some criticisms out criticisms out there, and yeah. they mostly have to do with controls. And yes. by that, I mean. Uh, independent witnesses, independent verification of events that are occurring. Yeah. Um, now, you've talked about scientists being in there. You've talked about, and the scientists were from your organization, correct? Um, no, no, they, they were from a different organization, um, from the SPR. Uh, SPR, uh, correct. Society okay. for Psychical Research, which has always been extremely skeptical about any physical mediumship. Correct. Um, what, what, what have... What have you to say about the criticisms that there were not proper controls in there? I know there's one talk about you used uh, bands um, around your uh, around yeah, your we, wrist. We had uh, we had luminous bands around. Luminous the bands, yes. And the ability to maybe because it was dark in there, you could switch them. Uh, there weren't 
only certain scientists were allowed in there. Why did all of that occur? Um, well, I mean, it was it was done on a basis that we were actually instructed by our spirit team to allow these scientists in. And that's why they got access to it. Uh, and they had access to it for uh, these three, three scientists had access to it for best part of two years. Uh, and they did an awful lot of research on it. And of course, they produced a book um, all about it, which uh, mm -hmm. the, the, is, is part of the proceedings of the SPR. Uh, and uh, it, it's all about the skull research. Yeah, and, and obviously very, very positive on it because a lot of good information came out of it. But the problem is there a lot of people feel that there could have been ways to circumvent the, uh, yeah, the experiments. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody's always looking for how it was done. Um, mm -hmm. But we are 100% sure, 100% um, of course, that um, you know everything that happened at Skull was absolutely genuine. I mean, we would have been idiots if we, we, we didn't actually make any money out of this place. No, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, we, uh, we basically uh, gave free sittings to people. Uh, and uh, if, if we charged anything at all, it sort of went to a charity. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, we sort of we would have been idiots to sit there for the best part of sort of five years, 5,000 hours and fool ourselves. Um, and, I, and I don't disagree with you at all. The problem is, though, you've given the folks that let's just say they're wanting to find a problem, the ability to do so. And now, was there ever an outside an outside entity, uh, and I mean a, a scientist from a different organization, a newspaper reporter, anybody that was allowed to come in just to witness the event that wasn't approved of by the spirit world? Um, no, I mean, all, all of them were approved of, basically. And I mean, the of... scientists would actually ask if, if, if they could bring a specific person. Uh, and the spirit team would usually say yes, um, but occasionally they'd say no. Mm -hmm. And, and um, in all fairness, nobody's ever really had a specific criticism. Well, they've, they've had criticisms, but they've never said that this part of the experiment was fake. They've never, nobody's ever been to successfully prove that anything was uh, done in a fraudulent manner their biggest uh, complaint is there were not enough controls in place. Yes. If you were able to do this over again, would mm -hmm. you have and changed that? Doing. And we are doing, yeah. Okay, what, well, what, what sort of places are you, what sort of um, um, uh, things are you putting in place to avoid that problem? Well, we're, we're working towards getting phenomena in full light. Okay, and well. This, the, I mean, the original intention of the Skull Group um, the uh, the spirit team were wanting um, to actually do all this in the full light, and it was their intention they'd bring spirit lighting so that all of this stuff could be seen, and much of it was seen with the spirit lighting that they brought. Uh, and now um, it's our intention to be totally evidential about it, uh, and this is the aim of the the, um, the the foundation, the Spiritual Science Foundation, which we started 18 months ago, and which will be purchasing this property in Spain um, as a hub for physical mediumship all over the world. And, and I think that's going to be important because unless you can show those controls, unless you can show that there is no way anybody could have faked anything, it's, it's, it's not going to be considered valid, not only by the scientific community, but the, uh, the general community. And that's one of the goals that I'm trying to work with 
uh, in the field today is collecting evidence, preserving it, and having the proper controls on it so that we can debunk the debunkers, you might say. Yeah, so I think, did, yeah. I think that's a very, very important uh, aspect. Well, well, I Rob understand that, and the, the, the aim of our group at this point, really, uh, is now to have spirit people come um, and be teleported okay. into the room, invisible, okay. speaking hate, in their I, own and I hate, to, I hate to cut you short, Robin, but we right. are out of time, my friend. I appreciate uh -huh. you being with us tonight. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Paranormal Stakeout. This is Larry Lawson saying I'll see you on the other side. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at SimulTV.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365.